0: To each and every one of you who appreciate a great glass of wine. You know what I mean? It's Monday.
1: Let's raise a glass to the beginning of another week. It's time to unscrew, uncork, or savor a bottle, and let's begin exploring the wine glass. For the love of Cabernet Franc, that is what's on the podcast today. There are so many Cab Franc lovers out there, and we are united in the fact that we want to prove that it is more than a blending grape. Christian Vallejo is the winemaker for Vic Winery in Chile, and thanks to social media, we met. After a few back and forths on Instagram, we arranged a time to sit down and talk about Vic wines, Cabernet Franc around the world, and how he farms the vines in a new-to-me way. I want to give a big shout-out to Joey V. Price HR for leaving this five-star review. Great content. I've always wanted to become smarter about wine, and this podcast will help. I enjoyed the Great Wines of Italy episode and look forward to future podcasts. Thank you, Joey V. Price HR, for listening and for leaving this fantastic review. This truly is the best way to show support of the podcast and to help let other wine lovers find exploring the wine glass. Hey everybody, I'm Lori Budd, a UC Davis winemaking program, sommelier Service, Champagne Specialist, and WSET Level 2 graduate. You can find Exploring the Wine Glass on all the socials as well as your favorite podcast catchers. If you haven't subscribed yet, now's the perfect time to swipe, subscribe, rate, and review. I promise I'll never tell you what to drink, but I'll always share what's in my glass everybody. Welcome to another episode of Allure of the Poor, sponsored by Dracina Wines. Today, I swear, I am sitting here in California, but I really wish I was face-to-face here because today I have Christian Vallejo of Vic Winery in Chile, and I would love be in chile i have never had the opportunity to be there and it's on my bucket list my bucket list is rather large but i want to go i want to go so but at least i can meet you virtually so welcome christian
0: well thank you very much for that introduction uh very happy to be here with you and also uh, said that you are more than invited here we have a beautiful hotel in the property so once you want to go to chile you know where you have to go
1: All right. Okay. Um, As soon as I, as soon as I can, man, I'm bolted in. That's awesome. That's awesome. So we actually met on Instagram um, and I was out looking for Cab Franc producers to help support Cab Franc day. And you replied, and then we just started talking in, in those DMs in Instagram. So you have to love social media because it definitely makes the world a much smaller place. And uh, so First of all, tell me where you're, tell me a little bit about yourself first, and then we'll get into Chile and all of that stuff. So give me your background, your origin story.
0: Well, um, uh, you know, with my family, we are growers. Uh, we produce grapes for, you know, to make wine, but we are not producing wine at this time. Uh, so wine has been in, on the table. Always, Uh, since I'm a child, uh, I I saw the wine on the table and wine was something that created that atmosphere where everybody, uh, you know, share thoughts, um, everything, you know, wine is something that it's part of the culture in in my family. And uh, well, when I was in the university and I had to choose my specialty in terms of agriculture, I choose winemaking. And the first day that I was there, and the winemaking, you know, class. I knew that this is for me because it's <laughs> the only natural product that put together nature and man as a, you know, human being. Uh, that's what I want to say. Um, and it's something that you create from the nature. It's something that you really have to understand the nature, read the nature, and come up with something that everybody will love. Or don't. So it's like a pain. It's like a pain. Somebody loves, uh, for example, for me, uh, it's really, uh, you know, uh, in Spain, when I was working there uh, and you go to 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 Barcelona, you have a lot of there of Gaudí, um, uh, Mido. Mido for me is something spectacular, but there's some people that they don't like it. They don't like him, you know? Uh, well, wine is like that. Some people love your wine, some people don't. I used to learn a lot from the people that they don't like it or they have something objective to say. And that's what I like because wine finally put everybody together, um, you know, in the good moments or don't. It's always wine shares those moments that you keep in mind forever or in your heart, you know. And since then, I've been working in Chile for already, I have to say that. (laughs) <laughs> no, 20, 25 years and, uh, and uh, but I have, I have been very lucky to, to travel all around the world making wine I've been in Napa in 1999 I've been in Spain in La Conca de Barbera um, in, in, two, in 2001 in 2003 I worked in Chateau Margaux in 2004 I worked in Chateau Le Ville 2005, um, I worked in Italy and also in France in the uh, Chateau Berliquet, Saint Emilio, and in Italy in Cantina Toblino in the north of uh, of Italy. Uh, and then I, I came again to Italy and uh, and uh, I repeat uh, Bordeaux in uh, Chateau Le Croc, which is uh, Bordeaux classé. Mm-hmm. So I did very cruel classes, crew classes, du uh, Cru crew, Berliquet, which is a uh, côté, uh, that's French, um, which is the neighbor of. Um, of uh, Chateau Pavi, so I've been, I've been lucky to learn from different cultures, what wines means for them. And uh, so I, I what I learned, I bring it here. Uh, and now I'm, I'm, I'm since 2007 working with uh, the big family and I've been producing wine with them in a different way that you can uh, find in Chile. And um, and I've been using all those uh, things that I learned in the different countries, in the different cultures and in our terroir. And we're producing now an, a, an a wine that is considered uh, one of the... No, no, no. sometimes um, when you say that from what i've like read something. it's one of
1: the top wines in chile so <laughs> yes. you you might not want to say that but i've read quite a bit and it, that's what it says yes. it's a it's being a, one of the most well-respected wines coming out of chile so kudos to you i guess taking all those yes. trips around has has paid yes. off um yes you, you were in saint damion that's one of my favorite places on earth i absolutely i absolutely love it there um so being in all of those places and yes, taking in all of that knowledge and all of that, though, like there's got to be similarities between that, you know, I mean, making wine is basically making wine, but each area has their own little tweaks and things like that. What would you say is like one of the, you know, when you, when you saw it, you're like, oh, that's pretty cool. That's pretty cool.
0: Well, uh, that's a very good question. And, um, and uh, yes, I, I learned some things from each culture. Uh, for example, France, um, it was about viticultural aspect and tannins. So they work the the vines till the harvest, and that's it, and that's where you make wine in, in the vineyard. And that's my philosophy too. Now, I learned it from them. And then tannins in the winery. Napa, it's it's more about um, The technology that you at that time, I'm talking about 1999, so everything changed, right? But (laughs) at that time, it was to use the technology to help you to make better wine. So I learned a a lot of different techniques there. Uh, I bring a lot of uh, different machines to help, you know, uh, how to make wine, like for the pump overs or things like that. Italy was about the perfume of the wine. So I went there to learn how to get that beautiful perfume because Italy, you know, Uh, except for some Chianti or some Toscanos, Uh, they are not big wines. They're more about a beautiful aroma and perfume, right? So I went there to learn how to get that beautiful perfume. And from Spain, I learned that traditional aspect to produce wine in a very, like in the old days. Um, And, uh, well, I learned a lot from the different cultures. I make beautiful friends, those friends that you never forget, even that maybe you don't talk with them in, in one year. But when you saw him, it's like a big hug, you know, like you have it really in your in your heart.
1: Oh, that is amazing, you know, and I think that's something that's very different. Like I, I mean, I would love to work a harvest someplace other than here, you know. Um, it, I think that it's so exciting and so. Uh, such an educational experience just to see how things are done similarly and, you know, differently. And you're still making wine. So it's pretty cool in my, you know, to see how other regions treat their vines.
0: Yes, yes. It's, it's amazing. But there's something in common, that wine is something that makes everybody to get together. You know, it's it's part of, in every culture. Wine, it's present in the best moments, and 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 those moments gets in your heart and in your mind forever. That's Absolutely. something that in every culture you get you can get that.
1: I love that. That's beautiful. Uh, so, in the I, you know, I have to do a little stalking. In Forbes magazine, the article states a newcomer to the super Chilean designation is Vic, founded by Norwegian uh, Uruguayan billionaire Alex Vic. So tell us about tell us about Alex Vick first of all I've never known a billionaire so that's kind of cool um, but tell us about him and you know how did you guys come together uh, for you to start making wine for him
0: well um, I, I will tell a little bit this our story and how we get together and that's that that uh, shows the personality of the family of Alex and Vick. she's very important also in 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 the family and and in our wine making too she's always present. Both are beautiful, beautiful person. Um, You know, that very close to us. They are very involved. They love wine, they love art, uh, and they love hospitality. Um, When I met the family in 2006, they were looking for, 2005, they were looking for a property to make wine and to be part of the Pantone of the best wine of the world. That's the the goal. Um, And they were looking uh, a place or a terroir in France, Argentina, Chile, different places. But finally they decide to come to Chile. They found our property, um, which is for hectares, but 300 hectares planted. And we have six different valleys in the property, a beautiful influence of the ocean coming in. And the first thing that I love from them, from Alex and Kerry, is that they were very clear about what they want. Um, they wanna start from the beginning. Maybe it was easy to buy something, you know, but no, they want to create something, something from inside with a different philosophy, very focused on quality. So they are uh, very involved. They they were wine lovers with a lot of information, but it's different when you are a grower. Mm -hmm. Uh, uh, When you are a grower, you have to understand the wine in, 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 in another way because, yes, he's a billionaire. Um, he works or uh, he makes his money in Wall Street. But Wall Street is like second by second, you have opportunities in wine is one per year. Same for the winemakers, right? Uh, we have one opportunity per year. So it, right. since you are working when you have 25 years old till let's say 65. So you have 40 opportunities in your life. You can have 40 in Wall Street in one second, right? So it's, this is totally a different business. And for them, it's more a family thing than a business. They know this is a very long term and they know that here the business or this is more about passion. It's more about the family uh, issue. It's more about their name. That's why they call it Vic. Vic is the last name of the family. So they are very involved. They're people that they love uh, to be very deep, go very deep in everything with information, but also with passion. That's why they love um, art. and when they decide to go into this adventure at that time uh, or this dream, um, they were already uh, co- uh, they have a big collection of art, and they were very involved about art and hospitality. And they they feel that they need wine to make the the whole connection. So when you come here to our hotels, you you will see art everywhere, and that connection the connection about wine and art and you know, I was saying that wine is the only thing that makes that connection between man and, and nature. And you have two authors, the winemaker, could be he or, or she, and the nature. And this is what they they also see, it's this, this this connection with nature, this ability to make something different from a different terroir. They connected connected this all to, to art. That's why we have two bottles with a piece of, the, the label is a piece of art originally. And that, really really passionate about what they do what they love and very involved that's what I that's what I like they are always present and very 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 close to us you know they they are just they live in states but it's like you have it here you know uh they they live in in Connecticut in fact but it's like you have it here because they're really connected to us they love this
1: that's beautiful and I saw pictures of the winery first of all it's underground there's a reflecting pool that is just brilliant because it functions to cool the barrels i mean it's it's well well thought out well um you know well conceived and thought to be sustainable you know and uh, you know very nice to mother nature but wonderful to make the wines in so can you talk about the the winery a bit like the, the design of it and all of the features that make it like incredible <laughs>
0: Well, uh thank you for that uh, yes you know that since the beginning when I met them um, you know I was working in a winery in, in Chile for for 10 years I've been in two wineries in, in Chile and um, and uh, and that family was involved in, in wine for a long time but I met them I, I I just stopped in the in the property there was nothing I feel that their you know the passion about wine what they want the 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 terroir was amazing for wine. But at that time, there was nothing. But you see the conditions and everything but but getting together. There. and But one thing, this is what I'm, I'm talking about. This one thing was really important that they want uh, to be very aware about every detail. So when we start to work doing different things, high density in the vineyards, 5,500 plants per hectare to 10,000 like in Bordeaux. Nobody in Chile has 100%, 10,000 plants per hectare. Everything graphed that you don't need, uh, need rootstock in Chile because we don't have phylloxera, but okay. anyway, we have it because it's more precise for the moment of the harvest in terms of the tannins. Um, we, have, we have been doing different things, but something really important was that in in one moment, we realized that our way to work was holism. You know, that comes from Aristoteles and, and says that the whole is more than the sum of each mm-hmm. part. And uh, in this whole, something very important for them was to be very, very respectful with the nature. Our property is like something that we have to take care about it. We have to really, really have to be and have to think uh, very uh, green. And uh, so when we built the winery, the hotel, every building that we we built uh, was thinking about sustainability. So for example, you were saying that our warehouse is underneath a, a water mirror under the ground. So in that way, we have the temperature and the humidity without using that much energy. The, the energy that we spend in recycling that water to, to, to cool down the, the warehouse is like 10 times less than the one that you need to keep the temperature in a warehouse that is outside. Uh, so uh, The roof, uh, we can work all the, during the whole day without turning any lights on. But the most important thing is that It isolates from outside. So during the winter, it's not that cold. During the the summer, it's not that hot. So if I have to cool down a tank during the summer, I have to fight with the temperature in the tank, not with the outside too, you know? So I spend a lot less energy. Uh, We harvest during the night, you know, that in Chile we have 10 degrees, 12 degrees during the night. So the grapes arrive naturally at 10 degrees and I can have five days of cool maceration without using energy because all the grapes comes into the tank mm-hmm. at 10 degrees and I just to keep them at 10 degrees. I don't have to cool them down, which is a lot of energy. Imagine mm-hmm. that they, 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 they arrive at, I don't know, 25 degrees Celsius. And I have to, to go make them, make them go down to 10. It's a lot of energy. But when you harvest during the night, the nature is doing the job. And, and they naturally come here to the winery at 10 degrees Celsius, and you don't have to spend energy. So, everything was about to be very sustainable. Uh, in our winemaking, uh, our wine is, let's say, um, no intervention, wild uh, yeast. There are no addings, no filtration, no uh, finings. Uh, the flavor that you feel is just uh, the terroir and barrels. Um, well, barrels, they come from France. But now we're working and I have a new project, which I call the Barroir. It's about to make the barrels from us uh, and there's something of sustainability there and something that make that only things that is not from us which is the barrels make it from us so we are toasting the barrel with our own oak that we have in the property so in that way wow. in some in some way the barrels now became from big you know i bring the, the oak from france we make the barrels, and we toast the barrels in the winery with our, our own oak, which has around 120, 120 years old. And we are using the one that they're already on the floor. We are not cutting trees. We are those ones that the nature says uh, your, cycle, your cycle is done. We said no, it's not done. He, that tree has something else to say, and we are using to toast the barrels. So now that tree will have I don't know 25 more years in a bottle.
1: Wow! So it's something a little
0: bit romantic, but it's the only way to make the the wine hundred percent from us.
1: That's it. that's incredible, and you are the first first winery I've ever heard that is doing that. So that is so that is so cool. And so I mean, so you basically ha- have your own cooperage, and yes, I, yes. Did is that you also, or is that somebody else who is actually who is putting the barrels together and and toasting them? Well,
0: well, you know that something very important that it's that uh, I'm very involved. Uh, I, I've been, well, uh, not this last year, but during 2018, 19, I went to France. I visited my friends again, all, all the ones that I uh, that I met in 2003, 2004, 2005, uh, but to learn how to make barrels, how to choose the oak, how to choose the trees. And then, then I realized that, and I'm working with, to Cooperage that I have to to choose the 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 the, the I don't know how to say anything in English in, in Spanish the way, the states the states so now what I will do I go there I choose my states they bring it in a pallet square they they send it to me I receive that and I worked the states to make the barrels so I turn it I put the both faces okay. and we toast them
1: wow that's and, awesome and,
0: and the, the machines, they arrived um, this last year in, in October. And um, there, there are a lot of things very particular in this, that for example, those trees that they have been lying on the floor for I don't know how many years, they have a natural, the, the rain has been, you know, you, you know oak has, has to be 24 to, or 36 months under the, the rain in France, right? But this oak has been, I don't know how long under the rain in our country, naturally. So everything is about, to make everything uh, from nature.
1: nature. That that is incredible. I that that is I, I'm blown away by that. I'm just, I I it's like I'm stumbling over words, but that that's blown away for. And it's got to be so much easier to to ship the staves yes. not as a barrel <laughs> because we yes, all yes, we yes. all know how much a barrel costs and how difficult it is to physically ship a barrel. So wow. Yes. That, that yes. is truly innovative thinking, truly innovative thinking. Uh, so you are, you're actually located, and I don't know if I'm going to say it correctly, but the Milehu Valley?
0: Mijawe, yes. Miyawe in the, Valley in anyway. the Cachapoal Valley. Um, it's a, a little bit in the central area, but very close to the coast in okay. the Cachapoal Valley, yeah.
1: And then how, how does that, so let's bring this to, to my beloved Cap Franc. All right, so you've got vineyards of Cap Franc. How does, this, how does your valley uh, affect the, you know, the climate affect what's going on in the vineyard?
0: Well, um, if we, in, in the case of, uh, of uh, Cabernet Franc, uh, well, I, I learned about it in France. I love it. Uh, n- normally all the great wines, they have Cabernet Franc in the blend. It gives that mineral aspect, the tension in the tannins, that beautiful acidity, makes the wine elegant. And But it's a variety or a cepage that you have to be very aware about how to manage the grapes during the year since the prune. Uh, so it, you have to take a lot of uh, effort during the year to keep that balance in the grapes. I always say that a balanced wines, it's it's come from a balanced vine that makes a balanced bunch. And then that balanced bunch, balanced grapes and, balanced, and that balanced grapes, balanced wine. Mm-hmm. So you have to spend a lot of time in the fields um, taking care about how to manage the green area, how to make the green harvest. And for example, we do special things like we cut the shoulders and the tail of each bunch. So you imagine the quantity of work that is, is that. Wow. Um, yeah, so, so we really take care about Cabernet Franc because it's a, it's a variety that if, if you have sun, water, and a good soil, it's able to grow a lot. So it's, it's vigorous. So you have to, to work in order to keep the balance uh, and don't let them grow. You have to make them focus on the ripeness of the, t- the tannins and the seeds. So you have to be aware all the year in the in the in the in the vineyard uh, in terms to manage the, the 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 vines to get the quality. So it's it's really a variety that it's it's always with you since since the since the prune till the last bottle that you have to be taken care about. And for me, it gives gives that special aspect to the wine that any effort for me, I don't care. It's, I have to do it for that quality, for that beautiful tannin. I have to spend, I don't know how many hours with the sun here, you know, okay. in the vineyards. I love it because the final result, it's about the effort. It's about love. It's about passion. It's about Governor Frank need that, you know, they, they, they need, he needs attention.
1: Yes. Yes. He, he's, he's very spoiled and needy, needy, a uh, variety. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but I'm going to go back to this because now we drop, we drop, um, bunches so that, you know, and we can, we trim back leaves and we do that so that we are, you know, focusing in on the amount of sunlight that's coming on, you know, because of the pyrazines and, okay. and that stuff. But I, I I have never heard of cutting the shoulders and the, and the bottom of it. So can, just go through that for me because I'm completely intrigued by this. What, what is the, the thought process of shortening a bunch versus just dropping the bunch that's next to it?
0: Well, that, uh, we do in the, in the Cover de Franc, we do uh, let's say uh, four green harvests. Uh, the first one is when you choose the shoots the canes that you will have during the year. Right. Once you take one shoot out, you would you are taking some grit out too. too. Um, then the next one it's about to let one bunch per cane. Right. governor Frank is vigorous, you can have two bunches per cane. So see, before the Verizon, we let just one bunch per cane.
1: Okay.
0: And before the Verizon, we cut the shoulders and the tail. Then we let them uh, get the color, you know, when the horizon starts. And when you have like 70%, 75% of the horizon, there are some bunches that some they're still green. So those ones they will be green all the time. I mean gr- green not in color, but will be late
1: Correct. till
0: the end. Once they get the color, you will never know which one was the one that it was late. So we we, we take it out again. So four times. Um, but the tail and the shoulders, I have I have a picture there because it's, it's very, it's, it's, a, it's a beautiful thing. I, I learned this from the guys that they produce grape for the uh, table grapes, you know, uh, right. for to eat. Right. And they do that because they know that the quantity of sugar at the moment of the harvest is less in the shoulders and the tail. So that's why they cut it. In that way, they have a very homogeneous bunch. So I thought about that. I read about that, I read them about the information uh, and it's true. Uh, well, I have a picture there if I, I, I if I can share. But um, uh, when you go in the middle of the Verizon, a big bunch like Cabernet Franc or Syrah or Merlot, also happens in Cabernet Sauvignon, but the Cabernet Sauvignon is more cylinder. Right. So it's here. It's more. You can see it better. Uh, you will see that the shoulders are green, the middle of the bunch is already red, and the tail is green. So it's easy to cut. The the three points, you know, because right. in some moment you have the shoulder screen and the tail screen.
1: Right. Well, but and by and so the way, for, the, for those who are who are listening, when he's saying easy, um, he's talking. You can see it easily, but that is yes. painstaking. Yes. I mean, we have never done that. We drop bunches and that's but uh, that is painstaking. To, I can I can't imagine uh, mm. the the tediousness the the time that it must take to go to each bunch and then drop the, sho- the drop yeah. the shoulders and then, and and so now you're it's, doing it's that a... to average out to to keep the most of the sugar where in reality so you're getting a better realization of what the sugar level is when you're harvesting than an average than an overall average.
0: Well, yes, the sugar is the easier uh, measure that you can have. Um, and that's what the, the table break produce and, uh, produces uh, just to, to, to check. Right. For us as, as winemakers, makers, also sugar is easy to check. The, the tannins is something that it's, there are no machines for that. Uh, it's right. The only one is the box. Walking, so, walking um, through the vineyard. Yeah, so when, the, when you have to do this when the, the, the bunches are green no sugar so in that in that way do not have risk about to have fungus so it's just the shoulders and the tail but if you if you go to any uh, vineyard for wine uh, a red one could be big bunches like syrah or frank or merlot and you have a look during the horizon, at the beginning of the horizon you will see that the bunch start to have color in the middle and the last part that they are red is shoulders and tail. so it's uh, that's why it's just cut the shoulders and the tail You're, you will be sure that those grapes those berries will be late
1: and now a word from our
0: sponsor my soul, my soul.
1: did you know that dracena wines has a wine club we named it the chalk club draco is on our label but vegas was getting a bit jealous so we decided he deserved to be our wine club spokesdog In Las Vegas, betting chalk means that you are betting on all of the favorites and we're gambling that once you taste our wines we will become one of your favorite wineries. The club is simple, yet a bit different than most. We don't ask for a lot of commitment like others do. Choose between three tiers, the Sweet 16 where you'll receive three bottles twice a year and get 25% off all orders, sign up for the Elite Eight and get 30% off all orders and receive four bottles twice a year, or make it to the final four and receive six bottles twice a year as well as receiving 35% off all purchases. All tiers receive discounted shipping, are customizable, and are eligible for unlimited referral bonuses. Add $15 to your bank for each person you refer. Head to www.trasinawines.com or the link in the show notes to find out all the Chalk Club has to offer and to sign up. We've stocked the odds so that you can get our award-winning wines without breaking the bank. I love it. I just learned something new and, and we, you know, we... We harvest Kefron. We don't do that, so I'm going to have to start doing a little more research and figuring that out. Because that that and that's honestly the first time I've ever heard anybody talk about cutting shoulders and, and the tail. And it, is that I mean, that's you coming up with that concept yes. to do that? And are you doing that with the other varieties, or is that specifically for Kefron because of its its?
0: Well, it, in the property we have we have five. Um, well, in fact, we are the only ones. I think in Chile doing this also, but um, it's a lot of work and it's expensive, but but if you are commitment with quality and that's what you want, and that's the philosophy of the family. If we need that to get that beautiful quality aspect, well, let's do it. Um, Alex is also financial guy. So it's not just about spend money. It's, he knows that that will make the wine better. So we'll sell more or we'll have better ratings. Yes. The, in some way that will come back, right? Okay. Um, so we're the only ones I think in Chile too. We do that with Merlot and Syrah because they are also big bunches. So we cut the shoulders and the tail.
1: Okay. that Oh, I'm so intrigued. I am so intrigued. Um, all right. So, as you've been traveling, we go back to, to cab franc. As you've been going traveling, how can, can you give some similarities and differences between like cab franc in Italy versus cab franc in Chile versus you know our California cab franc? What do you what well, have you seen? Um,
0: Yeah, wh- wh- where I worked, um, I found Cabernet Franc in Bordeaux and Napa and um, in Italy, I was very in the north, so there was another kind of red varieties like Peroldego, Lagraine, more kind mm-hmm. of a, a, a blend between Italian and German varieties. Uh, also big bunches, but nothing to do with, not from the not from the family Cabernet, right? Okay. You know, Frank, Cabernet, Carboner, and Merlot, they are they have gen, right. some, some genetic uh, that go through, right? Yes. Um, and... Um, here because California and here because of, you know that some people said that California and Chile, if you can do this with the map, they, they fit. We have the Pacific Ocean. So we have very sim- a lot of similarities. Um, I will tell you uh, uh, after I finish and uh, uh, story, when I arrived the first time to San Francisco, but, and, I dra- and I drove to, to Napa. But um, the thing is that here and California bunches are bigger than in France. And um in France uh, it's, it's, difficult, it's more difficult for them to get the ripeness of the tannins. so so in fact that's why that's that's why they they have high density, 10,000 plants per hectare and a few quantity per vine to let the, the the bunches get right. That's why we're using that philosophy in order to produce also a few quantity per vine, get the balance and get the good quality. So, uh, Uh, the tannins in California and and here, they, it's easily, it's easy to get it, to get it more ripe because of the, the, the the time or the hours that we have with Mm some. Uh, Bordeaux is different. You know, that they don't, sometimes they they don't, they don't harvest when they want. They harvest when they can because of the rains that they have during the the harvest. Mm -hmm. Every year is less because the, the global you know, warming and all that. But um, so the moment is different when they harvest the Cabernet Franc. The tannins are a little bit more angular, and when we harvest the Cabernet Franc, it's a bit more more round. Mm-hmm. Um, then, when you do all this that we were talking about, you know, working the green area, one part from cane, cut the shoulders. You always you also have more round tannins. And the thing is that what you have similar is that that mineral aspect. And that beautiful acidity that makes the wine very vibrant. Um, and that is something that it's really particular for the franc. And um, that is really helpful in the blends too. In my case, and our wines big and miakala where we use Cabernet Franc, what I, I, I expect what, what gives the franc to the to the blend is that tension in the tannins, that beautiful acidity. Uh, that makes the tannins like moving round, but they're like moving. So when I say tensions, it's like they're using the whole space, but not with weight. It's just, uh, you know, it's like in the space, you have the stars you uh, all over, and they use all of it. But there's mm-hmm. small things that they are using the whole room,
1: right.
0: but there are no weight. And that has that's, that beautiful, uh, le- gives that sensation of layers that helps the Cabernet semillon to show better, the tannins and that a beautiful acidity makes the wine really uh, dynamic and it's very helpful for to keep the wine for a long time we're talking about wines that you can keep it in your in your cellar Mm -hmm. and um and acidity is very important in that case and frank is really really helpful and what
1: about what about the soils the comparison of soils what what are your soils um by you and uh you Know how, how are they? How does Cabernet Franc enjoy those soils? Like, are you you're well, you don't yeah. not need to?
0: Yes, well, here I have Minacala, it's about 13 uh, percent Cabernet Franc. Vic said a bit more than that, and um, you know, Cabernet Franc just. Just, just to show what I'm, what I'm drinking.
1: <laughs> we're we're going <laughs> to get to that. We're going to get to that.
0: <laughs> uh, everybody knows, like, oh, he's, he's drinking. What is he drinking? I've been drinking the whole glass. <laughs> 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 and, and um, you know, Covenant Frank, uh, it's a vigorous variety, even in France or in California. So mm-hmm. when you have more, you know, uh, tweet, let's say, more clay, uh, water, it tends to grow. So that's why when you want some, a very balanced vine, you need to, to be very aware where you're planting your carnifer. If there's too much clay, then you, have, you will have a very vigorous vine. So you need a combination of, uh, let's say, lime, uh, uh, sand, some clay, because clay makes the wine uh, more complex uh, and it's very helpful with the water. In our case, in Chile, we are allowed by law to irrigate. Okay. We have we have since the variety till the, till the end of the harvest uh, 120 days. So we need to irrigate and we are allowed to do it. We're not allowed, to, for example, to add sugar. In France, they can add sugar but they cannot uh, irrigate. So every country has his, their own rules and right. uh, we can irrigate. But you have to be very careful with the irrigation in this case because of the same, it's vigorous. So if you give some this is like you're in vacation you have you know something to eat sun you forget about your work you just if you want to eat something you have it if you want to go to the pool you have it so you forget about the work if the vines they they have water sun uh, a good soil they don't need to rip the vines the, the grapes because they yeah. have all they have everything, everything they that they need
1: right
0: so you you need to have a little stress this is like where you're very focused on your work, not too much work because if you have too much work, you're overstressed and then you start to forget everything because where you start, right? But when you have everything in control and, and you have a little stress, but you are very focused, you make everything quick and very like, bah, here it is, you know, focus on that. For the mind, the same thing. So if you have water, sun, uh, you have to be very careful to how many waters you will add. Uh, let's say for balance, you need to irrigate once, then you have to wait and you have to play with the binds in terms to give them and take, the, and take it out, you know? And you need balance. You need them to work till the end. I'm not talking about to stress the binds. They have to feel that they need to write the talents.
1: Right.
0: You know? and it's an it, uh, that comes from a natural rule uh, you know every, every every in the in the nature the rule is survive for everyone right. how the vines or the, the the trees survive with the seeds that seeds will touch the ground and will start a new plants right
1: what is like your typical harvest season uh, in chile where where you are you know when do you typically start and when do you typically end
0: well Normally if you have whites, uh, you start in February, let's say 10th, first week of February, till May, middle of May, with the mm. last Carminer. So normally you start with cavern- uh, Sauvignon Blanc, then Chardonnay, Pinot Grigio, stuff like that. And then the first red will be maybe Syrah or Merlot. And th- then you have the rest, Cabernet Sauvignon, Frank, and then carboner. The, the Carmen is the last one. Last, but normally okay. you start at the end, the last week of April and the two last, the two next ones in May. So it's around, it's around, it's about February, March, April, May, four months. Okay.
1: okay. So just kind of, you know, you're over there. So similar to us, just over there a little yes. reversed. <laughs> All right. So, um, let's, uh, let's talk pyrazines and cab franc. So as you know, we've been talking about how you're training the vines and taking care of it is the style of cab franc in Chile, more like a Loire Valley where the pyrazines at bell pepper is, is there and kind of predominant, or is it more like us here in California or I should say not everybody in California but us in California where you know bell pepper is part of cab franc so it's there but it's not the most in your face uh thing so
0: yeah yes in in our case it's more like like that um in terms of that we have since I mean December till May it's normally we have sun so if you work the binds in terms to to open the canopy at the level of bunches without taking the, the, the leaf, the, the ones in the border that they are, they act like an umbrella to block the sun, but you have light going inside. You can rip the tannins and you will avoid that uh, over exaggerated flavor of pyracines. Mm-hmm. Uh, you always will have it because it's part of the Cabernet Franc, but will be... Um, Part of the personality of the Frank, without being
1: let's the dominant, say, bad, right.
0: dominant, or bad or overwhelming. You know, like too much. No, it's it has a touch. And then how you work the binds and the deals, everything will be more elegant or less, uh, or you will have more or less of that. But mm-hmm. let's say normally uh, it's less than uh um and uh kind of like california that in that way we are very similar
1: okay so now let's get to what 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 was in your glass what are you drinking
0: well i'm i'm drinking now emilia gala okay, this so is uh, you... one of our reds we have three reds three blends um it's about Cabernet sauvignon 67 and 12 franc uh a touch of um like uh another 2% of carboner, and then a touch of Syrah and, and Merlot. Um, our main wine, which is thick, it's about 85%, 80%, 79% depends on the year, Cabernet Sauvignon, and then 20%, 21%, 15% depends on the year, Cabernet Franc. Always present in this in our wines. Okay, but so in you, this case, Gala.
1: Okay, so you have, you said you had, that Vic only produces three wines. You have three, three wines, and three. is Mila? I'm sorry, Mila. What? One more time. Mila, Mia, Mia,
0: Kala. It's okay. it's coming. I mean, oh. we are.
1: I it just clicked.
0: It's <laughs> yeah, it's it's it's, it's Map- Mapudungun language. So uh, it's about our native people, um, the Araucanos. Uh, the language was Mapudungun, and right. the place where we are, our denomina denomination of origin. Uh, our valley where we are exactly the area it's milla, milla means gold way place so it means the golden place nice. that's what that's how the Native people call it a lot of years ago i'm talking about a lot of years uh before the spanish arrived to to the to the to to Latin america right and so um they used to call it like that because it was uh, rich in natural resources for them. Let's say there was a big lagoon, so there was fish. There was uh, mastodons. There was trees everywhere, so they have fruit. So for them mm. at that time, no iPhone, no cars. And that was something really, you know, like uh, the golden.
1: Golden, place, huh? right? And, right.
0: Uh, and and then we took Mia from that, which is gold, and Cala is the translation of big to the Spanish, big oh, okay. as bike. By- as vikings means you know that in norway they have a lot of the water that goes into the, the land very narrow like this so they used to have at the end uh, you know uh, little uh, towns right. uh, so when you watch vikings they have always at the end of this very narrow straight quintu- a straight. A straight water going in they have something you know right. um so that's big it's about uh, something narrow goes into the ta- into the in, into the land and the translation of that to the Spanish is cala. So it's okay. mía cala, yeah, the fine. golden beak.
1: Awesome. So it's, it's, it's
0: a play, a playing mm-hmm. word. And the, the funny thing of this is that one of the daughters, her name is Camila. Okay. So if you, if you turn this, you have Camila. La, oh, Camila.
1: Yeah. Oh, wow.
0: And we, we, we didn't just... realize that till... <laughs> till <laughs> so when somebody grabbed the bottle and said but here it says like Camila," and we didn't realize it until we had the the, the the label but that's that that's a part of the story <laughs> she was she was she was absolutely wow i have oh, a wine i know. have
1: a wine named after me <laughs>
0: <laughs> but it so, was something that happens only happens
1: is that so is that considered a different um brand for vic or does does he just have three labels, and you know what I'm so, saying? Let, yes, yes. Let, let's
0: say, let's say it's uh, we have three ranges, but okay. we have two style of wines. Uh, Vic, it's kind of Bordeaux style, but Chilean. Let's say elegant, leaner, uh, beautiful tannins, um, um, but with color, fruit in the nose, very um, Chilean, but very elegant. And Mia Kalasin, introduction to Vic. Uh, is the, I always said that big is that kind of book, that kind of uh, wine that makes you think that change in every glass so I said that always said that big is a book every glass is a chapter, every sip is a page and uh, when you know that author and you normally, normally you read that, the books that he or she made um, and you go to the library to buy the new one even that you know him or her before to buy the, bo- the book, you turn it and you read the abstract, right? <laughs> That's Miñacala, an introduction guess, to the book. The
1: introduction, okay. And now what's your yes. third What's your third wine?
0: Well, we have another one, which is uh, La Piubel. Um, and uh, it's more new world style. Let's say uh, Napa, Chile, Argentina style, more about uh, round tannins, a little bit more volume in the middle mouth, big is really linear kind of Bordeaux style but Lapuvel is more about um, a little bit more volume in the middle mouth without being heavy, but more space in the, in the, in the mouth, more about carboner, um, okay. Syrah. So it has those kind of flavors and aromas. So we are very lucky that our terroir has different valleys and we, we can have different style of wines. Uh, so from one side, we have Bic, which is our main wine. Then we have Lapuvel. In terms of prices, uh, Vic is here, then La Pubelle, and then Miakala uh, mm-hmm. But Vic and Cala goes one way, as a one style, and then La Pubelle is another style.
1: Okay. And within within your valleys, your your fruit are you are is a certain valley kind of dedicated to one of the labels, or is the fruit kind of I right, we're going to take these barrels, these barrels, it's going to be Vic, and we're going to take these barrels, these barrels, and it's going to be, you know. How is no, it- no,
0: we, well, we, um, what I learned from my friends in France is that you have to work your vineyard or your place for your wine. So at the beginning we were thinking to produce Vic as a very elegant wine and, and we have the definition but with grapes from all over the property. But in 2012 I realized that the Cabernet Sauvignon and Cabernet Franc were something different from an, another type of Cabernet Sauvignon that you can get from Maipo or other ballets, and, and then I realized that we have in some places with the property where the wind that come from the ocean has a lot of influence and the temperature is lower, that aspect that we were looking for. And we are getting the Cabernet-Sueñón and the Cabernet Franc, for big, and, La- and Gala from those two valets okay. where the wind comes into the property. Then the other four valets, uh, we have three that they're dedicated to La Pibel, which is the temperature is higher, like one degrees to two degrees, sometimes Celsius. Um, but that makes it difference in the wine. One degree Celsius could be in the season, right. could make another type of grape. So that's another uh, style of wine. And we, and we decide to go with this kind of la- uh, blend, more new world and the bottle, the label it's, it's all about, it's in, in the whole bottle. I don't have it here, but it's in the whole bottle and it's a piece of art. So that wine became the family wine in terms that all their passion are in that wine. The wine, mm-hmm. the label, because it's art. And the idea became from the hotel. You know, the hotel has different rooms with art. In one room, there a piece of art that is one bottle paint, but mm-hmm. a Chilean artist. And so that, that wine is a different style. It's more about car more about Syrah, and more New World style, and bigs another story. But that's the chance that we have with our terroir. Mm,
1: beautiful. So, where can people find? I, I don't have any to drink. So, where can I find some of uh, your wines? How, how can people get a hold of them?
0: Well, um, we are in different wine stores. Um, we are in different restaurants. Um, for example, like Folle de um, um We are. I, I don't know I, I, exactly the name of some wine store, I, I don't remember right now, but, and also you can find it in our web, in our website and we, we will send it to you. So it's big, bigwine.com um, and you go in there and you will see the whole, all the, the, the wines and we will send it to your, to your home. Um, but you will find it in different wine stores and, um, and restaurants.
1: Okay so that that's really what I was asking they can go they can go to vik.com right so vic is vik.com
0: Vic Vic wine vikwine.com okay. yes
1: vikwine.com and then that will tell them how to purchase it um,
0: yes yeah, so you can place your order purchase it and and we will send it to you right away all right. we okay. have a we have a warehouse in state for that, so we we take ar- around four days or something like that, five days oh. to get there.
1: Not too long. There low. are some
0: states, yeah. There are some states where we are still solving some some issues, like Illinois and Texas. But <laughs> in the other, otherwise, uh, we are we are we can be there very quick.
1: Yes. Well, <laughs> trust me. Uh, as American wine lovers, we totally understand the complications uh, of living in certain states and getting wine delivered to those states. It's, yes. Uh, yes. it's, it's rough. It's rough. Um, and then what about social media? Uh, now I found, I found you on your personal account. Uh, you reached out on your personal account, but does Vic have yes. their, you know, want to just tell people what your account is in case they have any questions, they want to reach out to okay. you. And if Vic has a, has their own account.
0: Well, um, we have uh, accounts for uh, the wines and for the hotel. So you can go to Big Wine, uh, you know, Instagram, Big Wine. Uh, at, it's ad, no, it's ad, right? Ad? No, it's... Uh, yeah, at, at, it's, at, it's at, 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 and then Big Wine. At, and that Big Wine. Or if you want to go and check the hotel, it's at Big Chili. Okay. and you go to the hotel, or you just can, you know, contact me, it's christian.valejo.winemaker, and I, I can ask any questions there, it's some my, my accounts, it's about my passion, which is wine, and and in big, you know, I, I've been working with them already 12, uh, 14 years, this, this year will be 14 years, and, uh, wow. and it's my baby also, you know, I have been since the beginning here, and we have been working with the family together, and I feel this, like, my, my little baby, every, um, yeah. every, 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 every barrel is one, a new, a new, a new baby, you know? <laughs>
1: absolutely. Absolutely. Well, I just want to say, Christian, thank you so much for joining me and uh, sharing, you know, your story and Cab Franc in Chile. You know, it is, you know, I am a Cab Franc maniac and I love hearing stories of how it grows and how, you know, how it's treated in different countries and different regions. So thank you so much.
0: Well, I can understand that because I'm also a fan of uh, Governor Frank. Thank you so much for this opportunity to talk with you. You already know that you have friends in Chile. So once you decide to come here, please visit us. We will be very happy to receive you here and we can uh, you know, share the wines together. You will see the story there and the big experience, which is uh, uh, something very okay. particular. Cheers to everybody. Thanks for the opportunity.
1: See you soon. Lunches.
0: You are so special. Even in the Bible, water got turn right into water.